0: there beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi there beautiful souls and welcome to episode 54 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. I'm so excited to be here with you today and thank you for listening along. I'm really excited to share today's topic with you because it is something that I've experienced many times in my life and in my younger years, didn't know what it was, didn't know what to do about it, but I've experienced so many times that I can sense the signs, I can see what is happening and do something about it, take some proactive action, talk to my soul, receive some intuitive guidance and put some things into place to support myself. So today we're talking about intuitive support when you are feeling energetically fried or overwhelmed and I'm going to go in quite deep and share with you what does it mean to be energetically fried, what does it feel like, what are my signs and symptoms, how do I know when I'm energetically fried and overwhelmed and then what you can do about it. So we are, I'm in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia and we are coming out of our sixth lockdown And I spent the last lockdown, which was three and a half ish months at home with three kids, homeschooling too. So there was a lot going on at home. But obviously I wasn't really getting out into the outside world much at all, except for doing a bit of exercise um, and things like that. There wasn't really much. I wasn't going into the clinic. I was doing a bit of online work at home, but most of my time was spent at home. Um, So coming back out of lockdown, I knew for me... And so many people that I've spoken to about this are feeling the same. I knew for myself it was going to feel like a really big transition. It was going to feel overwhelming. So I let myself just take it easy. I preempted that feeling of overwhelm and I was like, okay, let's just take it really slow coming out of lockdown. I didn't start work for the first two and a half weeks. Even though I could have gone back to clinic, I just knew that for me, I needed to get my kids settled back into school and just help them and support them with that. Cause that's a huge transition in itself. And then I knew that once that they were all settled in and that was happening, that then I could start to get back to work, which I did yesterday. And even things like catching up with friends and social gatherings and, and catch up with family and all that sort of thing. There's, there's so many different options for things that we can do, especially when we're coming out of lockdown. And there's so many things that we haven't done for a long time that we can feel like we want to do it all. And, I really knew for myself that I had to take it slow um, because I know being a sensitive soul, being intuitive and especially having spent all that time at home, it was like my energy opened up even more and I could receive more. And then having that energy opened up and then going out into the world again just felt like (laughs) I, I felt energetically fried. And I want to share with you how I knew I was feeling that because it's a very physical experience it's it's really something that we feel in our bodies, in our minds. We feel it emotionally. So I want to share with you some of the ways I know when I'm feeling energetically fried. Number one is I feel tired. Like I feel like I could just go to bed and sleep for days. I feel really tired in my head. Sometimes in my body, I get this feeling of in my solar plexus, so my stomach feeling a bit sick, feeling like I've eaten something really funny, but it's because I know it's because our solar plexus is our energetic area or our chakra where we read and we, we feel into our external environment. So going from home when there's, you know, five of us at home, four or five, depending on when my husband's at work, to going out in the world, like doing a school drop-off where there's hundreds of people around. My solar plexus is now reading all of this extra energy or going to a gathering, like say cut day was, was early this week and we went to a beach and there were hundreds of people there and I wasn't expecting there to be that many people at this beach. I walked down onto the beach and instantly was like, oh my God. Part of me wanted to turn and run because um, I could just feel that energy. But I will tell you what I did. I went and grounded myself instantly and came back and really supported myself and had such a fun time because I recognized how I was feeling and did something about it straight away. So there's that feeling of sickness in my tummy. And I know it's energetic overwhelm or feeling energetically fried or from the energy. And it's not actually me feeling physically sick in terms of I've eaten something or I've got an upset stomach because I wasn't feeling it just previous. And I haven't changed anything in my diet. Nothing else is happening. It feels... It feels physically like I feel sick. Like I almost feel like I need to stop eating. It feels like I'm really physically full. And to me, that's a sign that my energy is full. My solar plexus is on like high alert. It's like, ding, ding, ding. The bells are going off. There is so much energy that I'm sensing right now. There is so much going on around me that it feels full. And it's like, okay, we just need to take a bit of a breather here. We need to just process, clear it out. Um, The other ways I feel it are my mind starts to go a bit berserk. I start to overthink things, start to, um, old stories can come up that haven't come up for a while. It just feels very cluttered in my head. Um, I try to, my mind is racing. Like, it's like, okay, you've got to do this thing and you've got to do this thing. It's, it's kind of doing a lot of future tripping, a lot of, um, trying to control things almost. There's just a lot, a lot, a lot going on. Um, sometimes I feel a bit just sort of aching stiff in my body too. It's like, I just need to move to move and shift this energy. So I want to share with you a couple of experiences I've had recently with energetic overwhelm and feeling energetically fried and what I did because there's so many different ways we can experience it and you might experience it in a different way but I just wanted to share some of my personal experiences because it might resonate with you and it might help you understand why you've been feeling the way you've been feeling and you didn't really understand it. So when I got down to the beach on cup day with my family, there was five of us, we had I had my stand-up paddleboard in my bag on my back, we had all the beach things, we had... All the bits and pieces, we walked down the stairs and I just saw hundreds and hundreds of people at the beach. And like I mentioned earlier, part of me wanted to turn and run away. But then I was so excited to see this big group of friends that we were catching up with. So we got down to the beach and my, once we got down there and put everything on the sand and putting, you know, sunscreen on the kids and setting up the umbrella and the towels and things, I I really felt like I wanted to run. So I kind of did in a way, but just just for like 15, 10, 15 minutes, just to ground myself. So what I did I got straight onto pumping up my stand-up paddleboard, pumped it up, said to my husband, have you got the kids? I'll be back in like 10 minutes. Put the paddleboard in the water and I just took off. I said a quick hi to a few of our friends and then I just took off because I was feeling so overwhelmed just by all the people around. Having been in lockdown with, you know, five of us in the house to being on a beach with hundreds and hundreds of people, like there was barely a spare spot in the sand for anyone else to come and put their stuff down. Um, I, yeah, I really felt overwhelmed. So I just got on my paddleboard, paddled out, just took some breaths. I watched the water. I felt my body. I got myself grounded. I I got in the water too. I just got, I didn't get fully under the water, but even just getting like my feet in the cold water, it brought me back into my body and helped me cleanse and salt water. Beach water is amazing for cleansing your energy. So I knew I just had to get out on the water go for a bit of a paddle, take some breaths. Just allow myself to take in the environment and the situation because I honestly hadn't really thought about how many people I would expect at the beach, but when we got down there I was yeah, I was shocked and overwhelmed, so I gave myself some space. So I think that's one thing that you can do. And it's a really important thing to do is if you're feeling energetically overwhelmed, give yourself some space to just ground yourself. Get in your body. And just process anything that's come up for you in that time. I just went out for like 10, 15 minutes and then I paddled back in and I felt so much better. I was like, okay, now I'm ready to interact with everyone and have conversations and um, do all the things. So that really helped me just pausing and going, all right, I'm just going to give myself a moment. And you can do that in many different ways. You might turn up at a party and there's more people than you thought. You can excuse yourself and go outside or go into the bathroom or You know, just just find a space where you can have five or ten minutes, take some breaths, hand on your heart and your tummy and just get in your body and and let yourself ground yourself. Imagine roots coming out of your feet into the earth. That's a really nice visual to imagine grounding yourself and imagine the earth holding you and supporting you. There's so many different things we can do to ground ourselves. I use grounding oils as well. But in that that experience, I just got out onto the water. I knew that was just going to bring me back ground me and then I was good to go for the rest of the morning there was also a couple of weeks earlier to that when we were first coming out of lockdown we, the world wasn't fully open for us it was like okay schools are going back and there wasn't a lot else happening the shops weren't really open yet all those sorts of things so it's kind of like just the schools going back and even then like the first day it was like just the preppies were going back for three days and then the grade ones and twos were going back for the next two days so it was very slow integration back into that that part of life which was great so I noticed after the first couple of days of doing drop off I started to feel this build up I started to feel okay I'm feeling a little bit tired I'm feeling a bit frazzled when I come home I'm feeling a little bit um, like I'm overthinking my head's getting a bit buzzy there's a lot of thoughts going on my mind's wanting to tell me to do all these things And I find that tends to happen because my body's feeling overwhelmed and it's like, I don't know what to do with this energy. I don't want to feel it. It feels like too much. So let's just distract. The mind goes into distraction mode. And it was after about the first week of getting back into school drop-offs and getting back into that part of our life that I really started to really feel it and I remember one night the kids had gone to bed and I was just like oh my god another thing I noticed too is I get really grumpy (laughs) I can be really grumpy and my temper can be short when I'm feeling energetically overwhelmed because I'm feeling full inside so there's anything else I have to you know manage or sort out externally it just feels like too much so I was starting to feel like that I was feeling grumpy at the kids I remember I sat down with a massive pile of, it was like two overflowing baskets of laundry to fold. And my husband and I were going to watch TV. And I was just like, I can't do this. Like even watching the TV was too much stimulation. It was too much. It made me feel overwhelmed just watching a show. And it just felt too much. So I folded some of the clothes and then I went to bed early. I read a book. I put a meditation on. that was just music. I didn't want to hear talking. I was like, I just need... Some relaxing sounds. I need to go to bed early. And I lay there in bed. I put my hand on my heart and my tummy. I did a bit of self-reiki. And even if you don't know how to do self-reiki, you can still put your hands on your body and just say thank you for some healing energy right now. And I just had a bit of a chat to the universe and my soul. And I just said, I'm feeling so energetically fried right now. Thank you for some support. And I just got this big download that I needed to make some quiet time. I needed to just lie there in bed, I needed to put my book away, I needed to put some music on that didn't have any words, that was just sound, and to feel my body. I needed to process what was going on. So there's a prayer that I say that has not failed me yet, and I've used it for many years and I still use it all the time. It is, thank you universe for handing back any energy that is not my own to its rightful owner, because I trust that they know what to do with it and I love myself enough to let it go. And it's such a powerful, powerful prayer. And when we're in that space of surrender, when we fully let go, I know when I say that and I'm really ready to let go, I can energetically feel the layers. It's almost like um, layers of an onion. I can feel like these like veils lifting off my body and start to come back to myself and my truth. So any energy that I've taken on from anyone else starts to go back, starts to go back to them and and leaves my energy field And it allows me space to then get to a place where I'm dealing with my stuff. So it's like, okay, I've handed back everyone else's stuff that I've been holding on to or that I've picked up along the way. Now I can just sit and feel into my body what is mine to process. And that's what I did that night. I handed back everything that wasn't mine. I felt it leave me. And then it's very, very subtle sensation of feeling it leave me. It's just like a really subtle energy shift in my body. I can feel a a slight difference and a slight shift. And then I just lay there doing some self Reiki. I used a selenite crystal too. I have a big like selenite crystal wand that I have. I'm holding on to one now. I love them. Um, I have one in my office. I have one next to my bed. I have one near the front door of our house. I have them all over the place because they're amazing, amazing energetic um, healers and amazing to help shift energy. And I put that on my chest and for me that's like plugging in and recharging energetically so the selenite is amazing it helps to cleanse your chakras and helps to just realign your energy so it's kind of like putting your energy through the washing machine in a way it gives you a bit of a a release of everything that's no longer serving you that you don't need to hold on to anymore and brings you back to this state of being where you need to be for you so that you can feel your stuff so once I'd handed everything back, i just lay there with the crystal on my chest, hands on my tummy and my heart, and I just felt my body. I, I got out of my head. I got into my body, and I just felt the fullness of my energy, and the more I felt it and the more I sat with it, the more I could feel it washing away, and the more I could feel it shifting, and the more I could feel that energetic overwhelm leaving my body. It was, it was me. This was my chance to process it and to feel it. And then that became something that I started to do every couple of nights. Um, I did notice after that first line, after I'd had a chat with my intuition and I'd recognized what was going on and I'd received intuitive guidance to just have no stimulation, no words in my meditation, no book reading, turn off the lights, put my hands on my tummy and my chest and just lie there and breathe and just really get back to basics. I noticed a massive shift after that night. I woke up the next morning felt completely refreshed had a really good night's sleep and then it just became like this kind of maintenance like just noticing when the energy was building again and then just tuning in again handing back anything that wasn't mine and feeling it or whatever my intuition guided me to do so on the way home today I just got back from doing school drop-off this morning with my two big kids and I had my first day back in the clinic yesterday, which was so amazing after three and a half months to get back in there. It did feel overwhelming, though. It did feel overwhelming to be taking all of my stuff, all my bits and pieces back into the clinic, setting the clinic up, being in a new environment again, having having my beautiful clients come in, which was so amazing. And then I didn't have a rest during the day. Normally, during, especially during lockdown, I've been having like when my, my youngest goes through, his nap, I've been having like a little bit of time to... Just lie down and just to feel, process my energy, feel what's going on in my body, listen to some meditation music. Sometimes I had a nap. Other times I would just lie there for half an hour and just relax my body and then do a bit of reading. I didn't have time for that yesterday. I didn't schedule it in. I did have time for it, but I actually did other things instead. And yeah, as the day went on, I could feel my solar plexus. It was like this cup was filling up and it was just, I felt seedy in the stomach. I felt a bit sick. I was like, okay, I really need to process this. This just, it's been a big day energetically and on all levels. And I really needed to process it. So last night I did a similar thing, went to bed early and just allowed myself to feel it all. Had a shower, I said my prayer, my cleansing prayer in the shower, which I always find really lovely to help release any energy that is not mine, hand it back to whoever's it is that I've taken it from. And I noticed this morning when I got up, I felt so much better again, just, just releasing it. I did feel like I needed one more release and I was getting the kids school lunches ready this morning and having my breakfast. And I just felt these tears come up. I was like, I didn't have a massive cry right now, but I was like, I don't have time right now. I'm just going to have to put it on pause. Just, just hold on for a a little bit longer. get the kids to school, then come home and I'll have my big cry. That was my plan to release the last bit this morning. Anyway, I dropped the kids off at school. We had a really fun time on the way to school. We were just joking around and, and just making up stories and having a fun time. And I dropped them off. And then I turned around and I pulled the car over and I was like, okay, what music am I going to listen to on the way home? And I just tuned in and my intuition was like, put live on. Put Throwing Copper on and listen to some really hardcore music. For me, that's hardcore. And just turn it up really loud and sing your lungs out. So I put that on and the way on the way home, It's about a 15 minute drive. I had live blaring in the car, singing at the top of my lungs and I got home and I felt so much better. I didn't feel like I needed to cry anymore. I felt like I expelled that energy in a different way in listening to that music. As I was singing, I could feel my energy rising. Like I felt really tired and lethargic in my physical body when I woke up this morning. So I knew I had still some energy to shift. And by listening to that music, And singing and releasing that leftover stagnant energy, I got it all out and got home and put it on the speaker. And I listened to one more song and I was jumping around the lounge room, just shifting it. And I honestly felt like I could go out and run like 10 Ks. I just felt this huge burst in my energy while I was singing and listening to this music. And I think that's the beautiful thing about music. There's music for all of the different ways that we feel. So if I'm feeling a bit like I want a bit of a, a bit of a hug and I'm feeling a bit like I need a bit of love for my soul, I put John Mayer on. He speaks to my soul in that way. If I'm like, I need to shift this stuff and get it out, live works really well for me. Um, and there's just music for all different moods. So that's another another big tip that I would say is figure out what music works for your different moods to support you. But I did want to go through a little bit of a structured way of putting this into practice because I've shared quite a bit today in today's episode. So I wanted to create a bit of structure for you. So next time you're noticing you're starting to feel energetically fried or overwhelmed, you can go, okay, I'm going to put these steps into place and I'm going to look after myself before it gets too out of hand so that I can feel my best self and I can process this and I can be my best version of me. So basically on my website in the free resources section, you can use the um ignite your intuition four-step guide for this practice as well it's exactly the same steps so the four steps we're going to use are the same so i'm going to briefly go through the steps for you but you can go on there and download um an infographic and you can go through the steps so you can I actually have it printed in my office on the wall and i have a whole lot of rituals written up there i've got the ignite your intuition rituals for each of the four arenas and then for each of the four steps as well and you can write your own notes I just have some like um, smudge pens that I write on there with and I can rub things off if I want or add things to my list or write notes on it. And I find that really handy to have a list of different self-care tools that help for different arenas. So when I say arenas, I mean the mental, physical, emotional and spiritual. And then once you've got that list started, you can tune into your intuition and receive the guidance and just follow the guidance. So the four steps are number one is acknowledging. It's acknowledging I feel energetically overwhelmed right now. Simple as that. You can say it out loud, say it in your head, hand on your heart and just feel, all right, this is me feeling really energetically fried right now. I'm going to take the next step. Second step is create space. So create space literally just to stop. And then you can tune in, create space, whether it be, okay, after I've dropped the kids off, I'm going to come into the house, not going to touch any housework or when I get to work, I'm just going to go into my office, close the door, go into the bathroom or sit in my car For five minutes and I'm just going to sit I'm going to take some deep breaths and then I'm going to tune in and I'm going to have a conversation with my soul so that's when I say thank you soul thank you universe for my highest good thank you for showing me what I need to do right now what is the tool what is the practice what do I need to do to support myself for this energetic overwhelm right now and then it's letting yourself receive the guidance and going into step three, which is trust. Trust what comes in. Trust that if you are being called to put on a favorite song and sit there in the car for an extra five minutes before you go into work and sing your heart out in the car, give it a go, trust it. Trust that if you need to go home and go for a run, trust it. Trust if you need to clean up your diet. Trust Every everything affects our energy. So the tools and the practices to help with energetic overwhelm. uh, There's just such a massive variety and it will be different for you each day. Our energy changes constantly depending on the thoughts we're having, how hydrated we are, how much movement we've been doing or not been doing, the environment we've been around, the people we've been around. Everything can have an impact on our energy. So you might find that the practices that you receive each day are totally different and I've been finding that recently too they're they're quite different each day I've needed something different even a few different things during the day to help shift it so yeah allowing yourself to trust what your intuition is guiding you to do and something that you can do here if you're just on the journey where you're starting to trust your intuition is find yourself a soul buddy so find yourself a friend someone who you can talk to about this stuff who gets it, someone who you can say, hey, I'm really feeling guided to, or my intuition is guiding me to drink more water at the moment. Um, and maybe you have like a WhatsApp thread or you send text messages to each other to share with each other. Okay. My soul's guiding me to do this today. And it can give you that com- confirmation and really help build trust in your intuition, especially when you're saying it out loud or you're sharing it with someone else who gets it. And then they're like, Oh, awesome. Cool. Let me know how you go afterwards. Um, so, Trust is step number three and number four, step three and four work hand in hand. So step four is action or allow. So actioning the information that came through. So once you've trusted the information you received, then you take action on it. I added in allow because sometimes it's literally surrendering. Sometimes your intuition might be like, you need to let go. You need to stop controlling things. You need to try to stop making you know, stop making things happen. You need to sit back and let go you need to stop trying to figure out that situation in your head you need to stop and just let go you need to hand back anything that you're worrying about to anyone that is not your stuff you need to let go and you need to surrender so in that last step action or allow it could go either way it might be something you have to do like a practice or a ritual or it could simply be sit in a meditation and hand it over and one of my favorite meditations to do if I have a situation in life that I'm like, ah, I just want this to be sorted out or I'm struggling with this thing or I want the answer to this question and I can't seem to get there. I can't figure out what to do is I close my eyes. I picture myself pulling the, the situation or the circumstance out of my body. So I pull it out of my body and then I reach my hands up towards the sky and I imagine myself handing it over to the universe. And I imagine the universe, just this energy taking the situation from me And I hand it over and I say, thank you for taking this. I will just sit back and await your guidance on what is for my highest good to do in this situation. So that's a really beautiful way of surrendering and handing it over. And the visual aspect works really well for our minds as well, especially when we've been trying to figure something out. If you can visualize yourself handing it over, your brain doesn't know the difference between if you physically do something or if you imagine it. So your brain then thinks, oh, I've handed this scenario over. I don't need to think about it anymore. So it gives you some space as well to allow the universe and your soul to guide you via your intuition and via some beautiful soul guidance as to the best way for your highest good. Because sometimes there are answers that we are seeking that we don't even know exist. And when we create space and let them in, they are far more amazing than we can imagine. So just recapping those four steps, it is acknowledging that you're feeling energetically overwhelmed, step number one. Step number two is creating space, to just sit and have a chat with your intuition, with your soul, receive that intuitive guidance. Step number three is trust the guidance. And if you're new to your journey, find someone you can share it with and you can can have that journey of empowering your trust and growing that trust together. And number four is action or allow. So it's actioning the intuitive guidance you've received Or it's allowing, it's handing the situation over. So I really hope those four steps have supported you today. Like I mentioned at the start of the podcast, it's an experience that energetic overwhelm and feeling energetically fried is one that I've had so many times in my life. And now I can feel it coming, especially after being in lockdown. The the difference is so extreme that it's very palpable And if you can start to really tune into your body and just start to feel, I wasn't feeling this before. What's happened between now and then, between when I wasn't feeling it and when I was, oh, okay. And then you can start to put the pieces together and start to understand how to support yourself, what things are overwhelming you at the moment, how you can give yourself a bit of space and a bit of grace and self-compassion to ease your way back into whatever it is, whatever part of life, whatever is going on in your world, whether it's coming out of lockdowns or whatever is going on. And I, one last thing before I finish up today's episode, I did just want to briefly say that if you have got your hands on my eBooks, that's amazing. Let me know how you're going with them and how you're finding them. But if you don't, I have two free eBooks that you can get your hands on. They work really, really well together. The first one I released a couple of months ago is called the 30 day self-care challenge. And it just helps you put self-care in a really beautiful way. It helps you go a bit deeper with your self-care practice. So we talk about why you want to do that practice, what it's going to give you, how you want to feel. So it's a very intentional way of creating self-care practices. The second ebook is the five ways to build trust in your intuitive connection. And this was so much fun. I had so much fun writing and creating both of them because they're practices that I use all the time. And I really wanted to share them with you guys to help you support yourselves, to get more in tune with your intuition, to be able to hear your soul more clearly and this second ebook that I released only a couple of weeks ago, five easy ways to build trust in your intuition, in your intuitive connection is the five, my five favorite ways that I use to bring myself inwards, to bring myself back in, check in, receive some guidance from my soul, you know, get that second opinion from that internal space. So I really hope you enjoy it. There might be five practices that you already do or that you have already tried before but there's a whole different way of looking at all of them so I really hope you enjoy those ebooks if you don't have your hands on them you can head over to my website stephdemetrius.com, and sign up to my uh, weekly email and they will shoot straight to your inbox and then you'll be receiving re- weekly emails from me as well um, with podcast episodes with clinic details with events coming up with anything that's going on anything I feel like would be really helpful and supportive for you on your intuitive journey so I hope you have a wonderful day beautiful souls and I look forward to seeing you next week thank you so much for being here today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode I would absolutely love it if you're enjoying this podcast series to head on over and give this podcast a five-star rating and write a review so that more beautiful souls can find this podcast and feel inspired too. If you have any questions you would like answered on the podcast, feel free to email me at info at and I will answer those questions in upcoming episodes. If you are after more support and guidance with intuition, I have free resources and I am taking one-on-one sessions again online and in person. So you can head on over to www.stephdemetrius.com and have a look there. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. I will see you next week.